You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, just to finish off the um, the game that was tonight, David Pasternak scored an overtime, 53rd goal of the year. Great pass from Lindholm in transition in the neutral zone. Caught Pasternak with speed. He came down, forehand. Backhand or no? Yeah, forehand backhand yeah. for the finish, and his 53rd goal of the year. So now he's two away from uh, from being the first 55 goal scorer since Kim Neely about 32, three years ago. Um, and in doing so, propelled the Bruins to, as we mentioned up the top, um, President's Trophy win this year, 58 wins. Uh, they still have seven games to go. So um, you know the NHL wet record is still a play two for them. So uh, obviously on this podcast and in the Bruins dressing room and most fans, um, you know, the president's trophy besides home ice throughout doesn't mean anything to us. The, 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 the 63 wins would mean nothing to anybody really. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, if it's not followed up with a, a championship, I think, I think everybody would sacrifice a championship for um, 59 wins. If it means not getting the regular season record, but just your guys's takes on, Pasternak continuing uh, to climb the ranks in the goal scoring and you know does the president's trophy curse I know it doesn't Scott doesn't believe in it I don't believe in it Bridget I don't know if you're a believer but no. what we can say for sure is that the Bruins have secured home ice for as long as they're in the Seneca playoffs this year and right now they'd be playing the Penguins although they're only a point ahead of the Panthers with one game in hand on Florida, I believe. So the Bruins' opponent in round one is very much up in the air still. When you think about how good they've been at home, how could you say it's not an advantage for them to have to you know have the President's Trophy? It's not just in like an honor, but there's all of the all of the things that come with it, which is playing in front of your home crowd. Four regulation losses at home this year. Like, yeah, they're they're much. I wouldn't say they're they're much harder to play. I mean, they're they're hard to play regardless, but they're harder to play at home. They want to play in front of their home crowd, and they, I think that they see, do see it as um, an advantage, a noticeable advantage for them. Now they're going to have to be able to use it that way, um, but it's it's a bigger deal than just like a an honor. They said that they didn't really celebrate it too much after the game and Montgomery also said statistically he doesn't really believe in the curse uh, of winning the president's trophy. Actually, I think he called it the president's cup a few times. Um, but 
statistically i've heard a the, lot of people call it i've heard a lot of people call it the president's president cup. something like, in like golf or something <laughs> like something from mario kart <laughs> <laughs> anyway statistically still that the team that finishes first has the higher percentage of winning the stanley cup um so no i don't i don't feel like there's really a a true curse um scott if you want to go into it mm. No, there's not. Montgomery's right. One seeds do historically win the Stanley Cup more than any other seed. They win more than two seeds, three seeds, etc. Um, and before this, most so it's been ten years since a Presidents Trophy winner has won the cup. That was the 2013 Blackhawks, who did it in a you know lockout shortened year and beat the Bruins in the Cup final. Before this stretch of 10 years without it happening, the President's Trophy winner had won the Stanley Cup in eight of the previous 26 seasons. So like a little over a third of the time. I mean, that's like, that's a pretty good ratio. So, you know, did something suddenly flip where like, you know, right after the Blackhawks won, it got cursed? No, like it's, and Jim Montgomery, by, by the way, like Montgomery was asked, you know, will you look at what some some of the recent President's Trophy winners and like look at what went wrong? And he said, like, yeah, they will. But then, as he said, like, said he, he doesn't really believe in the curse. But still, they they will look at some of those lessons. And, you know, obviously, like the one people go to the most will be the 2018-19 Lightning. And, hey, you know who was on the team that beat them? Nick Felino. So he can probably offer like some pretty solid insight into, you know, what that lightning team was missing. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think it's an issue. Yes. You obviously would, you obviously want home ice, especially if you're talking about, you know, a potential conference final against the hurricanes, like saw how important home ice was in that series last year. I also yes, feel like it could have made the difference in last year. Like home ice would yeah. have probably made the difference in that series. Yeah, definitely could have. And like obviously a new year, new teams, but nonetheless, like that's a series where you're gonna want to have home ice if it gets to that. Yeah, and Olmark has played so well at home. Like I, I don't know. There, it all. It just feels like the Bruins have had such a unique season as well that they wouldn't really fall under that cursed category. They have. Um, outperform teams in the conference by a wider margin than past President's Trophy winners. Um, it just seems like it's hard to compare them, this team, to some of the other teams in the past. They're they're a bit different. Um, they're doing things teams haven't done. So, I mean, we just listed like 20 reasons why we don't think that that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, President's Trophy or not, this Bruins team to me is just they're just so so deep at every position. They're very talented. It's uh, I you know I no um there's no curse. <laughs> I mean as Scott pointed out. I mean were people talking about there being a curse back in the late '90s, early 2000s when it was the Avalanche and the Devils and the Red Wings seemingly winning it every year and when it, no um it's not an issue for me. But you know what I did ask what I did mention though about not knowing who their wildcard opponent is going to be. That is of interest to me because I think that there are much different possible uh, 
rounds to be had depending on who you're playing. Like I think I, I I just feel like if you're playing the Panthers, it might be a little bit more physical than if you play Pittsburgh. I feel like Pittsburgh is I don't think either team is great defensively, but I do think that and, and actually, you know, the Panthers, they got they got reamed out by by uh by their head coach Paul Maurice. And if you are good at lip reading, he he said something along the lines of and I'm being uh, PG-13 here because it was a lot more than he said, but basically he said they were playing like a bunch of bitches. And, um, you still just you, you didn't really censor it that much. <laughs> what's that? What's that? What? You didn't censor it that much. You like not no, I, 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 to a lesser swear. No, I certainly, I certainly kept a lot out, believe me. <laughs> um, I can promise you a lot more was said than that on the bench. But my point is... Um, Keith Kachuk, who has two kids in the league, he came out in uh, on TSN, I believe, in Canada, and he publicly criticized uh, the softness of the Panthers. Their coach went viral for you know questioning their their work ethic and their engagement level, and I think that's honestly kind of a dangerous thing when you're talking about a team that has talent and there is some pride in that team with some certain players. And I just feel like I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they had to get up for a first round matchup against Boston and try to play the role of the underdog and everybody counted us out and stuff like that. Whereas Pittsburgh, I just feel like they're over the, like they're, their day is done. Like, I don't think they're great defensively. I think they're older in certain areas. I, I just, I don't think they're very tough to play against. I know they have Crosby and Malkin. Uh, and then, you know, beneath those two teams is, is I think the senators maybe. Um, but I guess my point is there's, there's some, unknowns as to who the Bruins are playing in the first round, regardless of the Bruins positioning. I don't think the, I don't think anybody is fearful that the Bruins would lose that first round. I'm just saying stylistically, we don't really know what that first round is going to look like for Boston just yet. Yeah. You know, I've said a bunch of times, I still feel the same way. Like to me, the only one that would concern me at all would be the Islanders just because of, Ilya Sorokin, but if they just stay in the seventh spot, then you don't get them. I think I would agree with you. Like I'd probably rather face Pittsburgh than Florida. Although, you know, I do put some stock in winning pedigree. Like I, I think even though it's now been a few years since they've done it, you know, Crosby, Malkin, Latang, like they're guys who kind of like the Bruins core. No, they only have, you know, a certain number of potential runs left in their career. So like, I think that also potentially adds some, some desperation with that, you know, could be dangerous from guys who have won a lot of playoff series, won multiple cups, you know, know what it takes to go on a deep run. Um, but yeah, the, the physical aspect of Florida and specifically of Matthew, you know, Matthew Kachuk and Ratko Gudis, like those are two guys who, who can do some damage at, you know, Kachuk on the forecheck in the offensive zone and Gudis defensively on your forwards. Um, so, yeah, like that's, you know, probably wouldn't be pleasant, but even with Florida, you know, getting like this call out and this wake up call and whatever, I like maybe that does light a fire in them, but I just don't think they're, you know, a very good all around team. Like, I, I think that defense is going to always be very questionable and it ultimately wouldn't worry me, but it is, it could be one of those series like Washington a couple of years ago where 
you come out of it, you know, more banged up than you'd like. Yeah, it's kind of that war of attrition that we've talked about where and also those teams that can be more physical oftentimes do have more success in the playoffs than a team that gets that has been getting by on pure skill. And I don't know, the playoffs just seem to favor certain matchups and certain teams. Um, and yeah, I think that the senators are right behind them, Brian, but I feel like they're it's, it's an uphill battle for them to, to finish in that eighth spot. I also think it's interesting that with the playoff picture, a lot of the teams have clinched in the East, but just Vegas has clinched in the West so far. Um, which just kind of tells you how they're more bunched up um, from top to bottom. And that's going to be a battle to the end out in the West because Calgary is right there um, with, with Winnipeg and Nashville. And um, and that is going to probably that conference is going to have maybe more interesting games as we hit the final stretch here, because there's more to play for than, and, and it's something that, several Bruins were asked after tonight's game, which is like, do you now have anything left to play for? <laughs> Cause you, you know, your first place is this when things kind of like you just kind of start resting guys. And um, you know, obviously their answer was that they don't want to have any let up at all. But when you really think of it, some of these teams in the East have less to play for now that they kind of see their seating. Whereas in the West, it's a lot of different spots are up for grabs there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wild West out there, as they say. You know, I, I will say one thing, one good thing about playing Florida, though, now that I think about it, is I believe if the Bruins were to play the Panthers, it would be the first playoff series in NHL history where the, the higher seed was the home team for all seven games, potentially, because there wouldn't be one Panthers fan down in Sunrise. It would be all Bruins fans <laughs> and occupying those seats. So home, home ice advantage would be at both. You know what? That is a good point that I had thought of like Pittsburgh's fans are um much more dedicated to that that the, they the, exist they exist, they exist yeah, yeah. Um, and they have more belief I think um yeah you're right about that the Bruins have had a, a decent showing throughout the play correct me if I'm wrong but wasn't Carolina not selling trying to not sell tickets to fans besides Canes fans like they were really trying to make it difficult for any Bruins fans to get tickets and, and, you know, in their playoff run in general. I, I, maybe Scott knows the answer to that. I also remember like, didn't Tampa Bay not allow visiting jerseys in their rink during yeah. the playoffs last year? Yes. There's been illegal. I feel like that's not yeah. like, not yeah. Legal. That's why everybody was like up in arms about it. It's like somebody paid for those seats. You're going to tell them to put on a different Jersey or. Different- yeah. That there's, there's been like a country. few teams. There's been a few teams that have done stuff like that now, you know, or like don't sell tickets to fans out of state or whatever, which seems desperate. And it seems like it it seems kind of sad. Honestly, I dislike it. Um, I feel like Toronto maybe did that at some point. I I don't know. It's just to me, it seems like you need all the help you can get, which is kind of a bad message. Um, As someone who used to live in North Carolina, (laughs) I guess, you know, if it were back then, I could have gotten tickets if I wanted to, but it's just so dumb. I, I, I dislike it. As someone who lived half the year in North Carolina and half the year here. Yeah, and not selling to fans out of state wouldn't even help the Panthers because there's already plenty of Bruins fans in Florida. So, um, yeah. Uh, since we're talking about you know potential first-round opponents, 
obviously one's coming up on Saturday in Pittsburgh. And I do find it a little bit interesting that Montgomery picked now. He So he had mentioned he might do this where he starts. He, he said he would do it with both goalies, like start them back-to-back games at some point um, just to sort of simulate, you know, at least getting two starts in a row in the playoffs, which is, you know, neither goalie has had two starts in a row for a while. So I find it a little interesting that he picks tonight to give Allmark a second start in a row because that kind of tells me that now you're probably going to see Swayman Saturday. And my mind sort of goes to, okay, well, if you if you do face Pittsburgh in the first round, they've already basically said they've decided Allmark's starting game one. So you don't show them Allmark yet, right? Like you don't let them have that look at them. Um I don't know if that's really their thinking. They probably wouldn't acknowledge that, even if it was. But I did find that interesting. That is kind of a, you know, little added benefit of giving Allmark two in a row now, and then if you go Swayman Saturday, you're not letting Pittsburgh. You know, it could go both ways, right? If if Allmark shuts him down, then they go into game one against him, thinking like, oh crap, you know, this guy just shut us out two weeks ago. Or, you know, if, God forbid, Elmark has an off game, like, you, you just don't want to give, you know, a potential first-round opponent that little bit of confidence. Maybe I'm overthinking that. Like, I don't know if they're even considering all that, but... No, they are. It, I feel yeah, like they are. It did, it did cross my mind. Coaches, from the coaches I've talked to in college hockey, like, they keep the goalie stuff close to the vest, and they, they do play those chess games um, a lot, especially coaches that have two guys that they're trying to surprise you with and they're they're trying to like keep it close to the chest i i think it absolutely could be part of the reason why i i do think that there's more benefit to to kind of hiding him from a potential first round playoff opponent than there is uh you know upside to maybe having him get a shutout like maybe he won't (laughs) you know um I, i like the move honestly if that's what they do all right, guys, uh, I think we're approaching an hour here. So if there's anything else you wanted to go over, now's the time. If not, we'll probably sign off for this episode. So do you guys have anything else to cover? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Scott, um, uh, little fun fact, just to point out, so it was Red Sox day. It was warmer at Fenway Park for the Winter Classic than it was for the Red Sox opening day. <laughs> That sounds honestly not super surprising for New England. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing. It was 60 degrees yesterday, and today it was like 30. So, I don't know. And, I don't and it's all worse than what I was dealing with this week in the Bahamas. So, Does spring even exist in, in New England anymore? I feel like it just goes from winter to summer. Like, yeah. what, what, is, what, is, what is March and April? If it's just It goes from cold weather in January, February, maybe a little snow here and there, to just – cold weather and damp rain for March and April. And then maybe in May you start to get out of it a little bit, but there's no real spring anymore. It's kind of a bummer because spring was my favorite season, but you're right. May is kind of like a short window of spring. I love May. I love June as well, but at least the, at least the, uh, at least the clocks went ahead. So now we have more daylight. That's, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But, and, and May and June means playoff hockey. So, Hopefully <laughs> so that's also why it's, it's, it's a good time of year. I mean, Hopefully the Celtics are still playing at that point in time. You got Red Sox. The weather's nicer. You can go. You got, you know, 
potentially the Bruins making a run into June. So it's it's a good time of year. We're we're coming up on it, and that's why I don't feel so bad that I left the warm beach. I decided to come back um, <laughs> for the rest of the season, um, and try, I'll try not to be dramatic about how much colder it is here after being in the nice weather. Yeah, Brid- Bridget, you left out BU in the Frozen Four, obviously. Oh um, yeah. Oh. Another... So, are you going to be really annoying if they win, or are you going to be more annoying yes. if they lose? But like, will you be more annoying if they lose? Uh, no, I'll be more because uh, honestly, like at this point, I can't. For whatever way makes you less annoying to deal. No, with. I, I mean Minnesota is definitely the favorite, so like I'm not, I'm not gonna be too heartbroken if they lose. Um, yes, it's no matter what, it's been a great first year for Jay Pandolfo as head coach. But yeah, if if they win and they beat a loaded say loaded Minnesota and Michigan teams in the frozen four. Like, yeah, I, I will be very annoying about it. I, I thought about going, I thought about going down to Tampa for the frozen four. So, but it's, it's just, I already took my vacation. So it doesn't fall in a good time if you're a Bruins reporter, but yeah, I'm like, I, I'm, uh, I'm employed by hockey East. So I think that means I'm contractually obligated to root for BU. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Scott might not be annoying if, uh, if BU loses, but he was outside the, uh, the Hobie Baker, um, voters headquarters today with a torch and pickforks about uh, <laughs> not being uh, a, a finalist. Yes, he was. Yeah, very stupid. And I don't think anyone really cares, but Matthew Nyes gets into the Hobie hat trick somehow even though he's a forward who's outside the top 20 nationally in points per game and lane hudson a defenseman who is sixth doesn't make it who is and the there, there are other options of, yeah mvp but of the yeah, hockey tournament and this scott, has been an you, issue with hobie scott you're breaking up it's been an issue with hobie voting for a while because like so many hobie voters are out in minnesota so like if you play in minnesota you you have like a built-in advantage. Yeah, I mean Minnesota's always had a, uh, a bias with uh, with college hockey purists. Can can you get a vote? Can you? Can, is there a way for Scott to get involved in this in this voting process? I should have one. Yeah, I want one too. <laughs> All right. Well, I vote that we sign off for this episode and <laughs> get some shut eye. It's getting a yeah. little. And uh, and and William, we thank you all for listening. And the Bruins, the Bruins next play this weekend, and we've talked about it before. Another weekend back to back. They have the Penguins on Saturday, as Scott mentioned, and then on Sunday they have the. I just had Blues. it up. St. Louis. Okay, and that one's in St. Louis because the Blues are here earlier this year. So um, enjoy, enjoy the um, the Bruins this weekend. Enjoy, hopefully. Um, well, I think the weather's going to be pretty crappy. So um, if there's nice weather where you are, enjoy it. And, um, and thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all very soon.